Considering the subject matter of Shadow Initiative Paranormal Talk, the hosts recommend using discretion when allowing anyone under the age of 17 to listen. Listener discretion is advised. Shadow Initiative Paranormal Talk is proudly available worldwide on Apple Music, Spotify, Amazon Music, Facebook Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and more. On this episode of Shadow Initiative Paranormal Talk, discussion on a great tweet from Dustin Parry. In Encounters from Beyond, a ghost story was sent to us by listener Kathy Pascal, and in Ghost Watch Explore Scotland's Inverary Jail. Happening now on Shadow Initiative Paranormal Talk. And welcome one and all to another edition of the Shadow Initiative Paranormal Talk with your hosts, Rick Hale and Stephen Lancaster. Stephen, welcome back, man. Hey, how was your getaway with the missus? Uh, it was it was nice. I, it, there's this, we're an hour from the beach. There's this place we always stay at. And I mean, it's so quiet. I mean, this time, mm-hmm. this time of year, there's like nobody there. Right and, right, and I'm not a beach guy. I like looking at it. Like I gotta have oceanfront. I gotta. I like to look at it, but I'm not a yeah. go sit in the sand kind of guy. So no, neither am I. I love going this time of year when you're not waiting anywhere for anything. Rates are dirt cheap. Mm-hmm. It was a good time, man. Yeah. Yep. That's awesome. Not yeah, really you know, a, a paranormal story, but <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Well, hey, you know, it's 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 kind of nice to, you know, to, to share those kind of things with our listeners. Yeah, I'm not really a beach guy, too. I, I don't first off, I don't really like water. Water kind of scares me a bit. But, um, you know, it's it's kind of hard going into a lake or a pond or an ocean or a pool or whatever, wearing a prosthetic leg. So can you imagine me just like whipping my leg off and sort of rolling into the ocean? <laughs> Hey, that would be hilarious. I would, dude, I would do it at the pool just for the reactions from the kids. Oh, my God. Yeah. I, I mean, come on. It'd be worth it just for that. Yeah, definitely. It's uh, it, 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 it actually is kind of funny because, uh, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll take the leg off and I'll kind of slide into the pool. But if we go to like a lot of those places where there's like, you know, um, um, water parks or whatever, and it just just the looks you get from the kids is is quite hilarious. But you know what? What's even funnier is is the kids are usually pretty okay with it. It's the adults who act really weird around it. Yeah, I'll never understand it, man. I mean, I can understand like being awkward, like you know what I mean, like you don't know what to say, like that kind of feeling. We've all kind of been there, you yeah. know. But yeah. Looks of disgust and stuff like that. I, I just don't get. Right. So uh, so, anyways, let's let's head on into the into things that people really honestly care about. Uh, we have got a great show lined up for everyone today. We got a lot to cover, man. Yeah, um, you know, a lot of great I stories. I am going to start charging Rick a dollar every time he says we have got a great show lined up. We always have a great show lined up for everybody. 
<laughs> That's true. That is we gotta, true. We got to take care of our shadows, man. Yeah, man. So, yeah, on today's show, uh, we are going to be uh, talking about a potty mouth ghost in the United Kingdom. I know you like this one. Posted it yes. on the uh, group page a couple weeks ago. We're finally getting a chance to talk about it now. And we're going to be talking about a tweet that was put out by Dustin Parry, who was a member of the Ghost Hunters television show. Um, we are going to be reading a story from Kathy Pascal on our Encounters from the Beyond. It's a really great story. Uh, Inverary Jail in Scotland on today's Ghost Watch. And uh, like I said, we got a lot to cover. What about you? Uh, who what knows? do you bring who, to the table to the game? Who what do you bring to the knows, table? man? Who knows what else will come? Just when you and me start talking, weird shit starts happening. But I do want to say right out the gate that um, our thoughts are with the Ukraine, man, and everything yes, bad that's are. going on. And, and you know, uh, my heart just uh, sinks for what's happening over there. And thank you to our soldiers who are over there putting their lives on the line to help these people out. Um, it's a, it's just a horrible, horrible situation. It's like, man, the way the past couple of years have gone, it's just like, what am I going to wake up to tomorrow? You know, if you wake just, up tomorrow. Yeah, it's just awful, man. But yeah. don't want to start no, on a downer. Just wanted to say thoughts are with them. Yeah, you know, so I was saying to my wife uh, when when it happened, I'm like, it just seems like the leaders of the world are nothing but a bunch of psychopaths in well tailored suits. Yeah, that's kind of how it seems. Yeah. So, you know, I may be wrong. I don't know, but hopefully, there's some good intentioned ones out there. So, hey, you know, last night I kind of mentioned this before we started the show today. Uh, last night I'm I'm up kind of late and I get a message from a friend of my sister in law's, uh, uh, a friend of Jamie's sister Sherry. And uh, she says that a friend of hers has a unique problem in her home. And uh, she, she thinks that her house is haunted. Okay. So, yeah, after the show today, she, hasn't, she didn't really give me too much to go on. But after the show today, uh, Marty is, the, is, is this friend of my sister-in-law's. Marty says, uh, you know, give this woman a text and uh, see what's going on. So hopefully, hey, you know, maybe I'm going to get back into the... Um, investigating private homes i'm really looking forward to this one hey cool well you'll definitely now that you've planted the seed you will have to uh keep us informed i will talk all about it once the investigation takes place or after the investigation mm -hmm. takes place. yes not during i mean that would not just during. be awkward that would be, be awkward and weird yeah so um yeah you got anything man <laughs> Go you know me. It. You know me. I'm just gonna talk about fallen birds in fucking Mexico, oh, dude. Yeah. I'm still blown away by that, man. I know I posted the video on our Facebook page. That was the actual video from the news broadcast. Thousands of blackbirds, man, just like kamikaze to their deaths. I saw that. That was in that Mexico, was and then some of them kind of fly back up. And man, this weird, weird shit, dude. It, it's like. It's like, you know, Winston and Ray driving in Ecto-1 and, you oh, know, yeah. when they're when they're talking to each other, you know, maybe it is the end of the world. <laughs> you know, what the hell? You know what? And if it is in the if it is the end of the world, there's not much you can do about it. No, not at all. I mean, could you imagine, you know, the last thing that happens is somebody listening to our show? Oh, God. <laughs> 
<laughs> I, you know, I wish I wish our listeners could see your face right now. <laughs> <laughs> well, so anyways, uh, Mr. Positivity over there. Yes. You want you want to share something uh, from Dustin Perry? I have seen this. Um, yeah, I have to uh, get Dustin, over Dustin. Dustin, he has moved on from Ghost Hunters and uh, his brief stint on Ghost Hunters International a long time ago, probably twelve years ago, mm-hmm. and uh, he's kind of become like a motivational speaker. Um, it's not really popular on YouTube, but his videos actually got good content. Just really right. positive messages. Um, yeah. His tw- Twitter account's the same way, but and it's kind of a shame because he's not being followed. He's not getting thousands of views, and it, it's just a shame when one of the good guys once again finishes last. Right? Yeah. You know, I always liked Dustin when I used to watch when I used to watch Ghost Hunters. I always liked him. He always seemed very um, uh, real. You know, like there was no pretension whatsoever to him. He always yeah. seems very real. Yeah, he seems, and and that's the funny thing too, because I I have caught a few of his uh, YouTube videos, and mm-hmm. my old Facebook profile, I was friends with him on Facebook, um, and I didn't even realize it until you start talking about Dustin Perry again. I was like, shit, he's not on my Facebook anymore. But uh, he he acts the same way, like right. right. There's no difference. You know what I mean? Like some of these people, when you see when they come off of the shows are a completely different character, you know, than what their reality was supposed to be. Some have just gone completely Hollywood, but you know, like, like I said, he always seemed very real to me. And this, um, this tweet that he put out really kind of confirms that for me. First off, there's like a picture of Nosferatu that goes Mm -hmm. along with the tweet. So, you know, everybody who knows me knows that I am a Nosferatu fanatic. It's one of my all time favorite movies. Um, and according, and his tweet is really great. It says, and I quote, you do not have to like everyone you work with. That's including here. You don't have to work with people you don't like, but you don't have to be rude or disrespectful either, especially for many of my paranormal peeps. Please know this. There are enough dead people and weird stuff for all of us. Short, sweet, but it has a ton of meaning to it, um, especially you know we've we've talked about we've talked about it quite a bit on this show, Stephen. Um, there's always a lot of uh, backstabbing and people walking over each other just so they could get to the top and become. And I'm using air quotes the next big paranormal thing. And from a guy who was a paranormal thing for you know a short while, comes out with something like this. I just read this and it really makes me respect him. Yeah, I agree, man. And, and, you know, I was thinking about this last night. Uh, I was laying there trying to go to sleep and, you know, (laughs) the labyrinth that is my mind. Anyway, Mm -hmm. you know, I was thinking about this competition thing with the paranormal. Yeah. And, you know, I've always made the joke, you know, is there some kind of prize at the end? You know, is there some trophy we're all trying to get? Those sweet TV deals. But that's it. That's that's it, man. It's like the paranormal to 90 percent of the people out there is making it on TV. Right. Their entire goal is to be the next reality paranormal TV star. 
You know, that that's it. And you can weed these people out so fast, so mm-hmm. fast in how they present themselves on YouTube or on Facebook or with their awesome little slow motion walks and their videos, you know, because that's like a prerequisite, dude. You've got to have the slow motion walk. Oh, and the and the and the folded arms and the tough guy look. The folded gotta arms have that and also. the tough guy look. No smiles. No yeah. smiles. We can't have that. But, you know, Dustin's right, man. It's like, you know, it makes me think of the music industry and how many Mm -hmm. bands and and the members of these bands absolutely hate each other. But it's a job. And they put on the show, they get the job done and go their respective ways. You know, Mm -hmm. you don't have to like who you work with. You know, it's not it's not who you work with. It, it's not it, it's it's really about how you do the job that defines you right so if you want to be that person that's faking evidence if you want to be that person that's stepping on everybody's throat all the way up your little ladder that's what's defining you right you know now i have respect for for people that flat out say i i want to be on tv and this is how i'm trying to do it at least they're not bullshitting you. Yeah, I, I may yeah. not like agree with that, but at least you're you're not lying. You know, like like you know, I talk about my buddy Phil Summers all the time. He will mm-hmm. flat out tell you he wants to be a rock star, man, a TV star. That's his aspirations, man. That's his hopes and dreams. You know, yeah. so he he's not pretending to be a real paranormal investigator like you or me. To get somewhere, you know? Right, right. You know, and, and and you're a guy who has done TV. I've never done TV. But I've always told people that it's like, it's not something that's off the table with me. But at the same time, it is not the end-all, be-all of my existence. Right. Right. You know? And, and oh, go ahead. I was just going to say, and you got to, I mean, to me... Uh, legacy is very important. I agree. You know, it, it's like when when I'm gone, could be tomorrow, could be 20 years from now, who knows? You know, I want people to say, man, he was a genuine guy. He was a fun guy, a loving guy, wore his heart on his sleeve. You know, that's the kind of stuff I want to be remembered for. And then on the paranormal side of it, you know, books are forever. Mm-hmm. Literary work is forever. You know, 100 years from now, someone may read that book and it, it may make a difference, you know. Right. But I could not name at this point, I could not name everybody who's ever been on Ghost Hunters. I cannot tell you the names of everybody on Ghost Adventures. No. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I, it's like legacy to me. There's no legacy there. Yeah. You know? No, I agree completely. Um, yeah, it's like, you know, when when I think about it, you know, 100 years from now, names like Hans Holzer, Peter Underwood, Harry Price, they will all be remembered. Mm-hmm. Everybody will know who they are, even 100 years from now. But it's like, but and it's because they were genuine. They were real. They were honest in their work. And um, they they put out a lot of great stuff. Or Elliot O'Donnell, for example. These are all guys that I learned from, from reading their books. They will always be remembered. And you know what? I can only hope 50, 70 years from now 
that I will be remembered in in that way. If I'm not, hey, whatever. But at least my descendants will know who I am. But there, you know, the, the the very last sentence of this I really like is that there are enough dead people and weird stuff for all of us. It's true. There are mm-hmm. enough ghosts. There are enough sightings of Bigfoot. There are enough uh, UFO sightings to go around for hundreds of years. I mean, everybody, there's always, there's always going to be dead people. There's always going to be monsters and there's always going to be alien sightings. It's always going to be there. So people don't own this. This is all of us. It belongs to all of humanity. There are a lot of people in the paranormal community, um, especially here in the Chicago area. They feel that this is like their own domain. Yeah. That it is unique to them. They, they own it. And therefore, they have to discourage or talk shit about other people that are into it, so they stay on top. Or, and that's or, just you know, how it is. You know, I, I've seen it so much with, like, the Battleship North Carolina. You know, every team that investigates that, they want to make it like they're the exclusive team. Don't believe anything any other team says you know, they're they're just whatever. You you can only take our evidence from this location a, 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 as being credible. You yeah. know, and I and again, it's 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 all in how you do the job that defines right. you. You know, yes, Dustin, there 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 are plenty of dead people and plenty of bizarre uh, things that happen every day for for all of us who are interested to explore, but it's what you do with that that defines you. When you've got chodes out there like Steve Huff, you know, using the, the, dead, the dead memory of, of Betty White to gain attention, that's that's what's defining him. Right. You know, and that's that's not how I'm going out, man. There, there's just there's just no way. Yeah, no, I agree. I think, you know, it was it was a great tweet that had a lot to it. And it it actually meant a lot to me. That's which is why I put it on our um, on our show group page. So um, I think what we should do now is I think we should take a break and pay some bills and then come back. And I don't know. What do you think we should do next? You want to talk about um, uh, ghosts that like telling people to fuck off or do you want what what do you want to do, Stephen? Why is it why is it got to be what I want to do, man? It's always what you want to do. Bullshit. <laughs> Bullshit. I know. Uh-uh. You know what? I'll start keeping track and then um, I'll create a segment of all the times I didn't get my way. Part one. I am merely being mirthful. <laughs> okay, you can use all your big words all you want, Rick. Okay. You know, that's a psychological tactic because I use it too. I'll use a lot of big words when I'm talking to somebody just just to win the argument because they can't they just don't know. So okay. you take your little hand puppet and shove it up your ass, okay? <laughs> All right, guys, we're gonna take a quick break. When we come back, Rick is gonna share a listener story with us. We're gonna digest it and unpack it and talk about it. It's an it's an interesting story, that's for sure, on a segment Encounters. From beyond. From beyond. All right, guys, stick around. We'll be right back. You're listening to Shadow Initiative, Paranormal Talk. Do you enjoy reading about the paranormal? Check out the highly rated literary works from us, the hosts of Shadow Initiative TV. 
paranormal investigator Rick Hale offers you the Geek's Guide to the Strange and Unusual, Poltergeist, Ghosts, and Demons. Bullets, Booze, and Babes, The Haunted History of Chicago and Illinois. And behold, shocking true tales of terror and some other spooky stuff. But if you're thirsty for more, I bring you true case files of a paranormal investigator and dark spirits, a man terrorized by the supernatural. But if you want to go even further, dive deep into the dark reality of haunted dolls. Check out my paranormal bestsellers, Norman, the doll that needed to be locked away, and Norman 2, the true story of a possessed doll's revenge. Available at Amazon, Barnes & Noble, and wherever fine books are sold. You are listening to Shadow Initiative Paranormal Talk with authors and ghost hunters Stephen Lancaster and Rick Hale. So we are back, guys, here at the Shadow Initiative Paranormal Talk, where I just pretty much came to the realization that the conversations between Rick and I during our commercial breaks could actually be their own show. (laughs) I was talking about how I I have a life aspiration to be in a horror movie, whether it's for 30 seconds just to be killed or 30 minutes to be the killer. Uh, either way, either way, I'm working on my acting chops. Rick's helping me out. He actually believed I was mad last segment. Yeah, so, I, thought, I thought you were getting really pissed off at me. I'm like, oh, I'm yeah, sorry so, I crossed the line. I haven't been to like been going to any academy or anything. These are genuine acting emotions that I'm channeling. Okay. So I can get that horror movie uh, role. If you die in a horror movie, I hope... <laughs> It is the most extreme way they could way you could possibly think of. And I will watch it. And when it happens, I will giggle my ass. <laughs> Dude, I will make gifs and memes out of it. I mean, this would be everywhere. This would be the greatest thing. You know how many people be pleased to see that? <laughs> oh God. I would be I'm first in line. Hey, I should I should start a Kickstarter. Mm-hmm. All the people that wish Lancaster to be dead or killed, <laughs> it just in the most creative, destructive, disgusting way, go ahead and invest, and this will pay a producer to make that happen. Let's do that. I will. Uh, I, I. I will be first in line to give some money. Definitely. <laughs> But Rick, we have yep. um, we have already encountered from what's beyond from one of our guests, but our listeners have not. So why don't you share this story, man? All right. So here we go. I think it was in about 1993. I went to stay with my cousin and his family in Paramount, California. One night around four or five, I think it was, I was awake and we had company staying over. There was some of Karen's son's friends, and one of them went in the bathroom, and Karen came out, and I don't know what happened there, but she headed through my room, which had two doors, one on each side of the room, that they, that you could walk through, and they just let you into the kitchen, and she walked right by me. She did not acknowledge me in any way. I could see that it looked exactly like her, 
And she was all dressed for work because she had to get up and leave early. And I remember asking her that afternoon when she came home about the clothes I had seen her wearing in whatever that was. She said she didn't have anything like that. So one day, when everyone was out of the house but me, I went rummaging through the dirty clothes. All her clothes in the closet anywhere. There were clothes I was looking to see if I could find what I had seen the person wearing. It absolutely was not there. I didn't find out until I started watching the paranormal shows that what I had seen was something called a doppelganger. When I found that out, I was stunned. It was one of the most exciting experiences I've ever had. I wasn't scared, and I'm okay with it. So that comes to us from uh, Kathy Pascal. She is a listener. And, um, you know, when I read that, it made me think of, of two things, Stephen. Um, one being that, okay, maybe she did actually see a doppelganger, which is German for double goer, um, of her friend. And then the second one I thought of, maybe she had caught a glimpse into an alternate universe. And she was seeing her friend wearing something that she doesn't actually have. You know what they say, there are, there are things that are called daughter universes where it's like a decision that you make and the opposite of, of or, or, or another decision that you could have made, uh, you made and then sort of splits off in its own reality. Uh, I think that that is like a, uh, that's like a theory in, um, in uh, theoretical physics. But what do you think about this, Stephen? Um, do you think doppelganger seeing into an alternate universe? What do you think? Uh, as far as personal belief, I, I, I lean more towards alternate universes. Mm -hmm. um, there's a really good movie I watched about a year ago. I have to dig that up because I think you'd like it too. Um, where, the, where this group of people, they, they found this mirror in this attic. And they mm -hmm. realized you could go through the mirror. Well, when you went through the mirror, um, you were basically essentially in the same place, but on the other side. So you would come down out of that attic mm -hmm. and literally out in the yard would see all of you. Like, but another version of you guys. Right. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Like this version of me in this world, you know, is into metal. But when I would go through that mirror and, and see myself, who knows? You know, I could be listening to George Michael. You know what I'm yeah. saying? It, it, it was it's kind of a horror movie kind of take on it. Uh, I, I kind of lean more towards that. But there's also a lot of coincidence as well. Mm -hmm. It's it's kind of like I've, I've had people come up to me and think I was somebody else. Or sure. um, it say to me, say I'd hear somebody say, doesn't he look just like so and so? You know, and so and so, I don't know who it is. You know what I mean? Right. Uh, so I think there's that because really, it's going to happen. There are going to be people with very, very similar characteristics to you because right. there's, there's only so many possibilities, you know, right in, in the human design. So it, it's it's going to happen. Um, right. But I was going to say, the thing is, it's like, according to the story, this, this is a person that's staying in her home. So yeah. it's not like she was out at the store or something and it's like, oh, hey, um, you know, what are you doing here? Or I, that kind of thing. I remember one time I was eating at a TGI Friday's. It was in Gurney, Illinois, which is maybe about 40 minutes 
north of Chicago. And um, I'm sitting there with my friends and we're, we're, eating, we're, we're, we're having a few drinks and we're you know, having some food. And this woman comes up to me. She's another um, uh, person that's eating there. She was like, she looked at me and she's like, what are you doing here? And I'm like, I'm sorry. What do you mean? What am I doing here? I mean, I was nice about it. And she's like, oh, my God. I thought you were my brother. You look just like my brother. And her brother, who was in the military, from what she said, was stationed overseas. Mm -hmm. And she honestly thought that I was her brother and that somehow her brother had come back into the Chicagoland area from being stationed overseas and didn't tell anybody. So, yeah, I can see how something like that could apply to what you're saying. But this is a person that was in her house. Yeah. 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 It's 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 interesting, you know. There's also, and definitely not in her case. This is just making me think think of other possibilities, um, considering the discussion. But there there are things that can happen to your psyche uh, that causes you to see not necessarily. A, well, I guess you could say doppelganger, just for lack of a better word. But like like for instance, um, I knew a friend that swore up and down he saw the same accident happen twice and it involved the same girl and, mm-hmm. and what had happened was uh, a friend of his who was female had flipped her car and and was killed years ago okay years ago she was a young girl killed in this car accident years later he's driving down the road and sees what he thinks is the exact same car flipped over looking exactly like it did when that accident took place right and and it was her body laying there like he actually when he drove past stopped thinking like it, this was like a bad dream like he this was really happening you know what i'm saying like mm-hmm. it didn't happen before it was happening now and then he realized wait a minute this has already happened and then kind of when he made sense of everything the car didn't even look even remotely close to this girl's original car and the girl didn't right. even look like her. So there there was there's things in your mind that can do that too. Yeah. When it when it really, really causes some I don't want to use the word damage because that doesn't necessarily mean that you're damaged. A traumatic when, experience. Yeah, a traumatic trauma, you know, tra- yeah. like a like a PTSD in a way. Right. Right. You know, another thing that also I, I really like is that um that Mandela effect. Mm-hmm. I've always found that very interesting because I find that I have uh, been affected by that. For you know, if you don't know what the Mandela effect is, it is the theory that you remember things differently from your past because your your psyche is actually going between t- two different alternate universes. Like for example, the the movie with uh, um, Sinbad playing a genie. I believe it's called Shazam or Kazam. Right. Now, I remember seeing this movie with my nephew when he was maybe about three or four years old. It was back in the 90s. And I distinctly remember thinking how incredibly unfunny Sinbad is to begin with, but how terrible this uh, this movie was. And... You know, years later, you're talking to people that's like, and they're like, that movie didn't actually exist. And even Sinbad himself is like, 
I never played in a movie like that. Like some people will say that you're getting it mixed up with the Shaquille O'Neal movie where he did play a genie and it was right. called Kazam, I believe it was something like that. But it's like, no, I distinctly remember a scene with Sinbad as this genie and he's up with these two kids. The boy has brown hair. The girl has blonde hair and they discover him up in this attic of their house. And I remember this distinctly, but apparently this never actually existed. But, you know, that goes back to um, alternate dimension, ultimate variations of reality. You know, do you remember the movie Last Last Action Hero? Yeah, and I never saw it. Okay, well, well, basically, this kid is a big fan uh, of an action hero played by Arnold Schwarzenegger. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Okay, yeah, and he goes to the theater, and and his grandpa runs the theater and gives him this golden ticket and tells him when he tears this ticket, he's basically going to experience the movie like he never has before. Well, it ends up putting him in the movie. So you're you're watching a movie within a movie, but within the movie, Sylvester Stallone was the Terminator. You see what I'm saying? He played Terminator. Okay. Like so it had everything But Sylvester still right, but Sylvester Stallone was approached to play that part. Right. So it, it's yeah. like you know, that that kind of plays off of the Mandela effect thing. You know, I, I, I hope and pray every day that this shows Mandela effect. Like <laughs> I really do. Like ten years from now I'll be like, nah, that didn't really happen, did it? And then you know what I'm saying, but sadly that's probably not gonna be the case. You're going to have uh, flashbacks waking up. Oh, my God. <laughs> Rick is boring. Oh. <laughs> Rick is reading so, again. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, it's it, it's a really interesting story. And I think that you and I are both leaning towards the um, um, alternate universe, kind of getting a glimpse into that alternate universe. So, you know, we just want to say thank you so much, Kathy, for um, sending us this story. I, I already I I. Uh, emailed her before this told her that we were going to be reading this today thank you for sending it and everybody else it doesn't matter what the story is if it's as long as it's weird supernatural paranormal uh ghost sighting monster sighting um ufos aliens psychic ability doesn't matter we want to hear about it send it to us and steven where can they send it they can send it to shadowinitiativetalk at gmail.com or hit us up directly at facebook.com slash welcome to the initiative. Exactly. So, again, thank you to Kathy Pascal. And um, if you have any more, send them our way. We want to read them. And anybody else, send them. Fantastic, Rick. He's, you guys notice as, as this show's progressed, how, how demanding he's starting to get? What Demanding with yes. what? The, oh. next, the next thing you're going to know, there's not going to be any green M&Ms allowed in his dressing room. <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't it brown M&Ms? I, I don't know. I don't know, man. No. I don't know what you want and don't want. I'm sure I'll find <laughs> out. When do you get my writer that when, when we finally do an investigation together? <laughs> hey, and that will happen. We're going to have to start a fundraiser for that, too. Sell Girl Scout cookies or something. Or, or, or as Stephen has already told me in private that he plans on uh, being, you know, selling his 
body on the street corner. So plants <laughs> already does it. Hell so, yeah. <laughs> so thank you again to Kathy Pascal. What's next, Stephen? What's next is we are going to take a quick break, and when we come back, you'll find out what's next. You are listening to Shadow Initiative Paranormal Talk with Ghost Hunter Rick Hale, Ghost Hunter Stephen Lancaster, also known as Gray Fox of the Paranormal. Self-proclaimed. As my hat says, Top Gun. I, there's just there's just so many. I, I could do a whole show on all the names that people call me. But anyways, guys, we believe that you go on this guy. <laughs> And and you know, and you know they're not all good. Surprise! I know that probably blows our listeners away, mm. but surprisingly, there have been some bad things said about me. And with that being said, I think we might have to talk about a ghost who has some nasty things to say, Rick. Yeah. When we come back, love it. So you guys stick around. Explore the fascinating world of the paranormal on the Label Thirteen YouTube channel. Watch captivating paranormal videos, full paranormal documentaries, and watch exclusively the entire 20-episode first season of Shadow Initiative Paranormal TV for free. The Label 13 YouTube channel showcases paranormal footage that has been seen on A&E Biography, Travel Channel, and Discovery Plus. Watch Label 13 at youtube.com slash label 13 videos. That's youtube.com slash label 13 videos. And don't forget to subscribe for more of the supernatural. Join the hosts on Facebook at facebook.com slash welcome to the initiative. That's facebook.com slash welcome to the initiative. Want to be a guest on Shadow Initiative Paranormal Talk? Is there something you would like to hear discussed? Contact the hosts at shadowinitiativetalk at gmail.com. That's shadowinitiativetalk at gmail.com. We now return to Shadow Initiative Paranormal Talk with your hosts Rick Hale and Stephen Lancaster. <laughs> Welcome back to the Shadow Initiative Paranormal Talk with your hosts, Ghost Hunters, Stephen Lancaster, and myself, Rick Hale. So, Stephen, we have this great article uh, that comes to us, a great story, comes to us from the United Kingdom, right? Um, it's actually from the, uh, um, called The Mirror. There, it's, uh, it's one of their newspapers over there. Oh, yeah. And from what, I, yeah, from what I understand, it's not really one that you can trust, but every now and then they put really funny stuff in there that does have you know, truth to it. So this, this is a great one. It's like, it says beauty spot haunted by rude woman in white ghost who tells people to fuck off. Now I know you love this and probably oh, would like to get to know it and to like get to know this ghost, but um, I'm going to read a little bit of it because it's awesome. So locals are claiming that a potty mouthed ghoul appearing as a woman in white has been telling people at a popular beauty spot to fuck off. Ghost hunters were called to Quantock Hills in Somerset. I, I think I'm pronouncing that correctly. Over reports, an angry spook had been shouting and swearing at tourists. The rude apparition is said to haunt an area known as Dead Woman's Ditch at Overstowie in some, uh, Somerset Live reported. 
The site on the Quantic Hills was named after the murder of Jane Walford by her husband, John, in 1789. Couple, Christine and Dave Thomas, not to be confused with the founder of Wendy's. Damn um, I know, I, I, I beat you to it. Uh, who are avid ghost hunters, launched an investigation into the paranormal uh, being back in 2020. Christine claims she was shouted at and told to fuck off by the nasty, evil spirits. She says she and her husband, Dave, picked up on a voice before being rudely told to leave. The pair claim to have had other encounters there with the ghost of a murderer from 1789. So, you know, the, the, the article goes on and on, and, and it's basically just, you know, them recounting everything that they, that they had dealt with. So, okay, a woman in white jumping out of the bushes telling you to fuck off. Immediately, she's like, oh, well, this is a ghost. But what if I, I offer... What if it's just some woman who doesn't really want you there? Yeah. Like, she sees this as being like her home, like some kind of like crazy homeless woman. And she just jumps out and telling people, hey, to fuck off. I mean, it could be a ghost, right? Yeah, it's possible. So I think that, you know, it's like I, I love I love getting these kind of stories, reading these kind of stories in the paranormal, because everybody takes this shit so seriously. You know, like everybody. Everybody is like, like we're going after those demons and, and man and stuff. And I see stories like this and it makes me laugh because, you know, I know that you have probably had this happen to you on investigations, but I got this great EVP at a house in Lindenhurst, Illinois, which isn't too far from the Wisconsin border. And, um, and Jamie heard, Jamie is my wife. She heard this. Um, EVP and it blew her away and it made her laugh as well because in the EVP I'm asking the ghost that is in this house why he is bothering the young boy bothering was lack of a better term more like protecting Mm -hmm. and this ghost in the EVP answers because the boy is special get out of my house now you asshole (laughs) so so I, I guess in the spirit realm my reputation precedes itself, but um, no, I just think that that's hilarious. Have you ever experienced anything like that on investigation? Oh yeah, yeah. It wasn't it wasn't really done in like a, a comical light, but mm-hmm. I've definitely documented the f word a couple times. Um, yeah. F you. I remember specifically. Um, we had we had come back from a case. We had spent the entire weekend at the place, and. Uh, at the time, I was staying in an apartment with my lead investigator, and all of a sudden, a place that nothing had ever happened before, the same activity we were just investigating started happening in the apartment. Mm-hmm. You know, so it was like that spiritual magnetism, I, you know, I talk about a lot, like it kind of followed us home, you know, because we were still spiritually magnetized, I guess, because... An attachment. The, yeah, the EVP voice was the same as what we captured at the location. Mm-hmm. And this was in the hall of the apartment. He said, F you, you know, and I mean, it happens. I mean, it's, you'd be, you'd be stupid not to, to think that stuff happens. I mean, if, if we're to believe that, that ghosts are, are the, the afterlife of human beings, of course, <laughs> they're going to be the afterlife of human beings. Yeah, I mean, there isn't like, you know, some some uh, 
you know, spectral guy who's, you know, pushing the button that uh, bleeps it all out. No, I mean, it's like if if we are dealing with the intelligence of people that had that has survived the death of the body, you're dealing with you're dealing with people, you're dealing with humans. And, you know, you know, it's like your personality does not change much after death, if anything at all. You carry it over. Right, right. Did you just hear something? Yeah, that was on my that was my ring telephone. Somebody just pulled. Okay, okay. <laughs> it's like, yeah. hey, kind of, something just kind of came across my speaker there. We're getting cussed that. out. We're getting cussed out. <laughs> you know, but it could be a similar situation. Like, um, uh, well, I, I think you're probably you, you put the nail or the hammer on the nail or the head, whatever you say. Um, you hit the the nail on the head. Uh, mm-hmm. it's probably just somebody who lives in that area that doesn't like trespassers in their mind. And yeah, you know, he's just saying, get off my lawn. You assholes. You know, that, that mm-hmm. kind of thing. It, it, it's like, um, God, the name, the name escapes me, which is embarrassing because I did a lot of research on this case. Uh, but, but there, you know, there, there's been a case, there's been case after case after mistaken identity. Um, mm-hmm. When, when it comes to people thinking it was a ghost and it was an actual person of flesh and blood. Right. You know? So it's not that hard to believe. It's just, I think, like you said, it's like in this day and age, everybody just naturally closed. It's like now they, they, they close off completely that there, there's an alternative. It's yeah. just, it's, like, it's a ghost. That, yeah. that is a ghost, you know? Yeah. And really, it, it's, it's sort of like Scooby Doo. You know, they rip the mask off and, Mister mm-hmm. Pennymaker, and I would have got away with it too. The Hammersmith, you kids, and yeah, the Hammersmith case. That's what I was thinking of. Oh, okay. But uh, yeah, you know, it's like you can't always go with that whole. Oh, yeah, it's a ghost. No, it's like like I said, it could be some just some homeless person. You know, not really all there, and just kind of use that spot as being theirs. I agree, man. I agree. And, you know, it makes you wonder, too, when it is a ghost, you know, how many times if you ever really thought about this, Rick, but how how many times inadvertently, unknowingly, never discovered, how many times do you think a voice is captured on a recording? Now, you think about that, like, like. Like here at, at my house, I have twenty four seven audio and video recording going on. Mm-hmm. You know, I was telling right. you before the show. You know, we can remote view our house, that kind of thing. You know, how many times a day people are filming with their cell phones, whether it be for their friends at a ball game, whatever. Mm-hmm. Things are being recorded every second. Right. So, how many times do you think inadvertently? Voices are being captured, but no one knows they're there because they're not looking for them. Yeah, you know, I'm. I'm sure it happens all the time. Yeah, you know, we we have uh, we have a ring doorbell, and I, whenever we get something in the middle of the night that shows up, it's like, where? What in the world is outside our door in the middle of the night? You know, we live in a real big uh, open space area, and one of those things that I was always really hoping for, we have a um, we have a buffalo that's been on the loose in uh, my area of Northern Illinois for um, since like September. Mm-hmm. Like this thing is just running. It, it escaped from somebody's farm. It's just running around. And 
every time the ring picks up something, I'm always hoping to God that it's this buffalo walking through our yard. I would love to catch something like that, but it's not. But yeah, I mean, I, I do wonder. It's like people make recordings all the time, mm-hmm. and something may show up, and you know, it's not. And, and they weren't looking for it, and some eagle-eyed person or eagle-eared person is like, "Oh, hey, what is that?" Mm-hmm. And um, you know, they're like, "I don't know what that is," but uh, yeah, I think that this is definitely, you know, something like this. But the way they make it set, like it, this is this looks like a flesh and blood person jumping out and be like, "Fuck off, you go away." So yeah, I, I just I don't know what to make of that. I bet I bet they're related to the couple that stopped their vehicle and took a picture of that lichen pyre. You think? Oh yeah, I bet be. you. I bet you. For those of you out there that have never heard the Lycan Pyre story, you need to go back and listen to our early, early episodes. Um, that, it was when we were still doing it video, and like they, yeah, yeah they, they took a picture of it, and it's like, what, what do they honestly think that this thing is? It was just like a blur in the picture. Yeah, it looked like a beer can, beer can reflecting from their headlights, and that yeah. they called some kind of vampire panther, <laughs> werewolf. <laughs> conglomerate so we came up with the uh, with the word the lichen pyre because it's both a werewolf and a vampire but um yeah definitely i honestly don't know what to make of this but if i ever get over to england i'll definitely be checking out quantock hills in somerset yeah sounds great well look rick let's take a break you've got a really exciting ghost watch coming up that that I have been dying to hear. I do. It's uh, we're going to be uh, we're going to head over to Scotland to Inverary Jail. Um, I recently wrote the article. I'm oh yeah again. I'm writing for uh, SpookyIsles.com. Yeah, I noticed yeah. that. I, I figured something was up when I started getting all this spam. <laughs> it's like Rick. Yeah, I started writing for uh, Spooky Isles again and. Um, you know, I've never been to the United Kingdom or Ireland, and hopefully I'll be able to get to go there soon um, and see all of these places that I've written about. So That'd be really cool, yeah. man. That'd be really yeah. cool. I think it's awesome to, to be able to, in our day and age, reach people from all over, man. Share your experiences, hear their experiences. You know, right. just, just to live in this day and age, man, where you, sitting there in Illinois, can write something that people in the uk are reading you know what i mean it's 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 awesome you know but with that being said let's take a break because there's all this hype now there's all this hype for ghost watch so you guys uh take it easy sit back keep your eyes on the road or your eyes on the oven or whatever you're doing while listening to this show because we advocate safety (laughs) safety first safety first (laughs) Guys, we'll be right back with Rick Hale and Ghost Watch. So stick around. Hey, my friends, check out my good friend Chris Beck and his work at All Around Art. From lifelike paintings to detailed sketches to phenomenal tattoo artistry, if you can dream it, Chris can bring it to life on canvas or your skin. His art has been showcased in published works such as the paranormal best-selling book Norman 2, the true story of a possessed doll's revenge. 
visit him online at facebook.com slash allaround.art.54. And welcome back to the Shadow Initiative Paranormal Talk with your host, Stephen Lancaster, and myself, Rick Hale. Today, we're going to head across the pond to Scotland's Inverary Jail, easily one of its most haunted buildings. Um, Despite what some TV shows and movies have tried to tell us, being locked up is by no means a fun time. Prison is supposed to be a place of punishment, rehabilitation, and paying your debt to society. Unfortunately, some correctional institutions take matters a little too far in their punishment, and Scotland's Inverary Jail was one such place. To say Inverary Jail was a miserable place would be a gross understatement, and its many ghosts are a testament to its dark past. For several generations, the town of Inverary was the seat of the powerful Duke of Argyle. Before the jail we know today, the courts met in the upper floors of the townhouse, and the basement served as the county prison. The conditions of the prison were deplorable, and inmates were forced to live in cramped cells without light and heat. Conditions were so bad, several inmates managed to escape from the, big ildi- from the, bu- from the building. Daily escapes became such an occurrence that the citizens of Inverary took it upon themselves to guard the prison as proper guards were too few to keep the prisoners in line. In 1807, noted Edinburgh architect Robert Reed was contracted to build a bigger, more spacious prison. Reed's vision for the new prison was dashed when it was determined the build would be far too expensive. The contract passed into the hands of a different architect and the new jail was finally completed in 1848. Although the jail was more modern with heated rooms and gas-lit cells, Inverary Jail became a place of unimaginable cruelty. Inmates, even even including children, were forced to work 10-hour days in their cells, and inmates were not allowed to speak to each other. According to those who oversaw the prison, this was a place of quiet contemplation and repenting of one's sins. If anyone was caught fraternizing, the punishment was quick and painful. After the closing of the jail in 1889, the building sat empty for almost a century before reopening as a tourist attraction. As more and more people paid to tour the facility, it became apparent that many of the long-dead inmates refused to leave. The stories of Inverary Jail became so widespread, ghost hunters from across Britain flocked to the jail in hopes of encountering the ghosts said to lurk in its cells and corridors. The haunting became so famous, it attracted the attention of the wildly popular paranormal reality TV show, Most Haunted. Inverary Jail was quickly becoming legendary. Over the years, several employees have claimed to encounter the jail's most unnerving ghost, a large black mass that exudes a sense of dread. One employee of the prison, Rob Irons, had a bone-chilling encounter with the malicious ghost. One day while making his rounds, Rob claimed the shadow entity passed through him, leaving him terrified with a feeling of unnatural cold that penetrated to his bones. When he was able to finally collect his thoughts, Rob questioned a nearby colleague if he had seen anything, and of course, the reply was no. Whatever lurks in cell 10 isn't so much seen as it is felt. Visitors report feeling a keen sense of dread almost as if some unseen malicious entity resides there 
and clearly doesn't want anyone in its space. Dogs appear to be the ones most affected by whatever haunts cell 10. Dogs refuse to enter the cell, choosing to stand at the threshold and growl at something only they can see. Visitors, mostly female, refuse to enter the kitchen under any circumstances, claiming they feel a sense of distress. The apparition of a woman has been seen cowering the corner with a look of horror etched into her face. An explanation has been offered that this was a cook cornered by an inmate who attacked her and left her for dead. She pleads for mercy before fading from view. Apart from apparitions and diabolical shadows, other unexplained activity has been witnessed by staff and visitors. Traveling cold spots follow people around as they tour the prison. The feeling of cold, dead hands have grabbed people and shoved them against the wall. And a strange, misty images have been captured on film, with people swearing up and down they saw nothing when they took the pictures. Beyond a shadow of a doubt, Inverary Shale Jail is Scotland's most haunted house of corrections. Today, Inverary Jail is open to the public as a living museum. Tourists can wander the halls and listen to employees dressed as inmates telling harrowing tales of horror and torture as they did their time behind bars. And no visit to Scotland's most haunted jail would be complete without visiting the Torture, Death, and Damnation exhibition. There, you can learn of the history of execution and torture that occurred behind the walls of Inverary Jail. A visit to Inverary Jail may seem like fun to those who show up. However, I assure you that for the former inmates who are stuck there for all time, it is anything but fun. I'm Ray Kale, and this was Ghostwatch. Breaking the law, breaking the law. Yeah, this is uh, this is a terrifying place, and it's, and the, the here's here's a really interesting story about this. Uh, David was telling me that. When he visited there, he was looking at a um, at a roster of all the uh, people that that were incarcerated there, and he told uh, David Sanderson, who is the owner and uh, editor of uh, Spooky Owls, by the way, um, and we're going to have him on the show in the future. He was telling me that his great great grandfather was there for stealing a bottle of whiskey. You do the crime, you pay the you time. Yeah, he said that he was there for about a week, which is kind of weird because you hear like a lot of these stories about these old prisons where just, you know, stealing a bottle of whiskey could have got you hung. But uh, yeah, so his great great grandfather was there. That's wild. Mm -hmm. But, you know, it's not unheard of. It's it's just like like hospitals and nursing homes and schools and, you know, just any place that has tragedy, despair, death. You know, there's, there's, I can't think of the name of it, surprisingly, again, but there was a, uh, there is a former prison here in North Carolina Okay, that uh, these people bought and they've converted part of it into a brewery and they have been after my team, uh, no exaggeration, for at least 10 years to come investigate like the prison side of it. And just something has turned me off about it from the beginning. Okay. So I've just never, never got anybody out there. And I've never noticed a TV show or anybody do anything on it either. Um, or even really hear anybody talk about it. 
but yeah, prisons, man, they're they're a a commodity. Yeah, I mean, I think that any place that has a strong amount or, or you know lots of emotion that come and go through those places, uh, you know, it's going to record something, and you know, and, and if there's any truth to the uh, stone tape theory or what they call on television residual haunts. Um, you would think that a place like prison or hospitals and even schools would be perfect for recording these events on the environment and then replaying them. But it sounds like at a place like Inverary Jail that they have not only that, but they also have um, actual apparitions and intelligent spirits that uh, that follow people around and do all sorts of nasty things. Yeah. Well, you can, like again, it, it, you know this. This goes back to something I have said forever. You know what you were in life is what you are in the afterlife, and if yep. you're a bad villainous person, um, you're probably going to be worse in the afterlife because you have attributes that we don't. Yeah, exactly. You know, easily m- more easily able to get away with things. Definitely. So with that being said, Rick, let's take our final break and then come back and close out this shenanigan. Guys, check out these commercials and we will be right back. Want to advertise on the hottest paranormal talk show? Have your brand or services exposed to thousands of listeners daily? To advertise on Shadow Initiative Paranormal Talk, contact the hosts at shadowinitiativetalk at gmail.com. That's Shadow Initiative Talk at gmail.com. You can bring us back if you want. Oh, thank you, Rick. Rick has given me permission to bring you guys back to You're Shadow welcome. Initiative Paranormal Talk here on iTunes, Apple Music, Spotify. I, 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 go oh, ahead. Hold on a second. Hold go on, ahead. hold on, hold on. Dude, sir, folks. Don't listen to him. He's such a victim. That's how he makes it sound. He, you know, it's like, really, Steven is the real boss of this show. Uh, so, no, not, see the backpedaling? Do not, do not be fooled by this man's victimhood. We, would, we were just talking earlier in the show, man, about people owning up mm-hmm. to who they are. They get more respect. And I will be the first person to admit when I'm wrong, but in this, but in, but at this time, yeah, yeah, you, you, you love, 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 love playing the victim. Rick love is it. like, you can go ahead and bring us back. What does that sound like to you guys? You guys be the judge. That sounds like him giving me permission to bring us back. Okay, so Mr. Sensitive, in the future, I will ask you if you want to bring us back. Please, Stephen Lancaster, bring us back to the show. Now, doesn't that sound a lot better, folks? Doesn't it? Doesn't it really? You know. But we're back. Nice little little chat today between Hale and Lancaster here on Shadow Initiative Paranormal Talk. And as I started to say, you can listen to our podcast pretty much anywhere. Um, I got to give a big shout out to uh, Facebook, Stitcher, and. Uh, uh, Apple Music. Those three have been our top um, mediums, the top outlets uh, for downloads, man, and for listens. Right. So uh, we appreciate you guys, and you can join our Facebook at facebook.com slash 
Welcome to the initiative. And as Rick said earlier in the show, if you have a cool story um, you'd like to share with us or you would like to come on the show. Yes, that's right. People reach out to us and say, hey, guys, uh, what do I got to do to get on your show? Believe it. It happens. And we book them. We book them. We are easily accessible. Probably one of the two most uh, um, accessible people working in this medium. Right now, I mean, you could and, and anybody. Hey, just you know, drop us a line. But here's here's something that, that I really want to mention. It's and it's very important. Um, you know, please leave your reviews. You know, tell us what you think of the show. Do you love the show? Do you really think something could be done differently? Um, do you want to hear a, you know a segment, or do you want us to have a guest come on? But but really, leave a review. I I, I really I'm one of those people that um, I thrive on um you know wh- whatever it is that people have to say so yeah leave a review wherever you listen just uh, do us a favor and leave a review yeah it's 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 one of those things where uh our worst enemy is, is rick and me i mean we we want to make a great show for you guys and right. it, it can go a thousand different directions at any time um but we obviously have a strong fan base, so we would like to know what you guys like. You know, leave us a review on Amazon Music. Leave us a review in iTunes or Apple Music or whatever. You know, because then you, what you're doing is you're helping other people discover our show. Share our show. You know, if you don't mind. Share it on your Facebook page. Tweet it like, hey, come listen to these guys. The one's boring and the other one's really funny. You know, the one, the one's bossy and the other one's feelings always get hurt. I mean, that is a, a combination for a winner right there. <laughs> oh, and they talk about the paranormal. Oh, yeah. 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 When we're, when, when we're not talking shit about each other, we're talking about. The <laughs> so, Rick, speaking of yes. things that we should be talking about uh, okay. this this coming week, we've got a busy week of guests. What's going on with that? We do. Uh, oh, uh, um, so is it okay that I speak now, Stephen? Because I don't want to hurt your feelings. I just asked a direct question. You see what he's trying to do, folks? You see, he's trying to use psychology on you. I just asked a direct question, and he's trying to turn it into something that needs permission to answer. Me. <laughs> okay, no, I, we're, we're seriously. Yeah, I actually had somebody ask me once, Stephen, if you and I even like each other. <laughs> I believe it. And it's it's like, yes, Steven and I were very, very good friends. And, you know, we're really just, you know, messing around with each other while on the air. But, yeah, we have got two, not one, but two guests coming up here Um, on Wednesday. We welcome to the show Shannon Rogers. Now, if Shannon Rogers, her name doesn't sound familiar to you, it's because she was her story uh, was featured on Eli Roth's A Ghost Wound My Life. She is what we call an extreme haunting survivor. She's going to come on the show and give us all the information she can about what it is that happened to her and um, how things on the show, some things were left out, some things were made up, as we all know the TV shows do. Steven, you've done TV. You can totally attest to that. So we're going to hear Shannon's story. We're going to hear about what it was like with her story being shown 
on a television show, which you can find on Discovery Plus. And it's actually the first series, uh, rather, excuse me, the first episode of the series. It's, it's really quite interesting. And what she went through was horrifying. And a week from today, on Sunday, we are going to welcome to the show Mr. Kenny, the CryptoPunkologist, W. Irish. We're going to be talking to Kenny. He is, not only is he a cryptozoologist, but he is also in a punk band. And, Stephen, he has given us permission and actually sent the, the file over. We're going to play one of his songs so that, uh, you know, our listeners could listen to his music. And, you know, hey, I like punk. I know that you like that, you know, shit-kicking party boy music. But, um... Yeah, so uh, we're going to hear we're going to hear about you know his his research and investigations into cryptozoology and all about his band and his music. So we got a couple of great shows coming up for everybody. So $5. there's a dollar. <laughs> so yeah, guys, we are kicking off off March. This is our version of March Madness. It's it's March Paranormal Madness here on Shadow Initiative Paranormal Talk. That's right. Yes, that's right. So, thank you guys for tuning in once again. Uh, we've been uh, kind of hit or miss lately. A lot of things going on. Mostly me being lazy at the beach and, and, and stuff like that. And uh, I'm out, by the way. I'm always here. Right, right. Uh, so, anyways, uh, back to reality. Um, we will see you all this week with two very special episodes. So again, please hit us up on Facebook. Please share. Anybody, I mean, you guys, obviously, if you're listening to our show, you're into the paranormal, which means you roll with a paranormal crowd. So bring them along for the ride, man. We're going to be here a while. Thank you, everybody, for listening. See, I, 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 well, another thing I've always complained about is always got to have the last word, too. Do anything right by this man. And there is always a dramatic pause. Like, I will say, all right, guys, take it easy. All okay, right. guys, uh, take care. Bye. You know, there's got to be at least three seconds in between there. So he knows he's completely got the floor. Oh, jeez. The drama. This goes back to you don't have to like who you work with. <laughs> Thank you, Dustin Perry, for bringing that reality to us. Anything else, Rick, before we tune off? Nope, I'm good. I don't need to be accused anymore of uh, trying to steal the show. Okay, then. Fantastic. All right, guys, we will check you out in a few days. Have a great one. I was waiting. <laughs> you're you're fighting it. You're literally fighting not saying something. Thanks for listening, everybody. <laughs> <laughs>